Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and observed how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow also came and put in two small coins worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to himself, he said, Amen, I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the other contributors to the treasury, for they have all contributed from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. The Gospel of the Lord. So you may have heard that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is giving away 99% of everything that he makes with Facebook. You know how much that is? So this is the 99% he's going to give away, $45 billion. So he's going to give away 99% of everything, and that'll be $45 billion to charity. Bill Gates, who actually has, has outdone him, is actually giving away $90 billion over his lifetime. And yet we hear the story about this poor widow whose giving, her, her offering, means more than those who are wealthy. There, there's a legend that um, right around the time of uh, the Great Depression, the government was going around near the Appalachians and surveying some of the people, and they were asking them questions, you know, if, if we were to give you $500, what would you do with that money? How would you help yourself? And they went to this one lady who was in this tiny shack. She was a widow. And she was in this shack with holes in the, in the ceiling and a dirt floor. And they said to her, what would you do if we, if we could give you $500? And she said, well, I reckon I'd give it to the poor. It's all about perspective, isn't it? And I think the important thing is that we realize that we're all called in some way to give charitably. And we're all called actually to give, as Mother Teresa said, not from our surplus, but to actually give from our poverty. She would say, to give until it hurts. What that means is to give in such a way that it actually is going to impact us. It's not just giving away of our surplus. We hear in the first reading this, uh, in the book of Kings how the prophet Elijah came to this widow and she's already in desperate measures, okay? All she has left for her and her son is a little bit of oil in her jug and a handful full of flour. It's so bad, as a matter of fact, that she's going out to, to gather some food, knowing that when she comes back in, her son and her are going to eat, and that's it. They're going to die. Like, that's all the food that they have. They're at rock bottom. And yet the prophet Elijah comes to her and says, well, before you go off, how about if you bake me a cake and, and give me a little drink of water? And what does the widow do? She bakes him a cake and gives him a drink of water. But the amazing thing is, God provides for her. For the whole next year of her life, God provides food for her and her son. We hear in the gospel, too, about the widow who's, who Jesus observes, and he tells the story about the, the rich people who are putting in large sums of money, and then this widow who has nothing puts in her two cents, and the poor widow put in more than all the other contributors to the charity. And Jesus looks at her and says, she has, she has given more, and her giving will mean more, because she's given of her whole livelihood. 
And the reality is that we're all called to this. So the gospel um, values are poverty, chastity, and obedience. We're all called to poverty, chastity, and obedience. But I'd like just to focus a little bit on poverty, the poverty that we're called to. I think poverty, at least for me, is a terrifying term. So right now I'm discerning consecrated life, and at the end, if I discern to go forward, I'm going to vow poverty, chastity, and obedience. The brothers that are with us today, they vow poverty, chastity, and obedience. For me, I think it's terrifying because if I don't have anything, you know, I'm afraid that I'm, I'm going to suffer. I'm afraid that, like, this bad part of me might come out, this part that gets angry when he doesn't have food or, you know, gets sad when he gets cold. I'm afraid of these things that will come out. And yet the reality is, it's right there in the moment of poverty that God meets us. That's right when the prophet Elijah came to the widow, when she was at the brink of poverty. And I really hope that someday in my life I'll be like St. Francis. I can give everything that I have to the poor, you know, give it all away. I hope that someday in our lives we all come to that point of true poverty, where we hold on to nothing. Because it's in that poverty that God meets us. And I just want you to think about that today, especially the students. I think a lot of times we, we think, well, once I have a job or once I don't have any college loans, or what, then I'll start giving. Well, the reality is your giving now matters so much to God. And I think for all of us, it's just important to remember that we fit somewhere in this giving. We're not Mark Zuckerberg, probably, if you are, let me know. Um, and we're also probably not the poor widow. But we do fit somewhere in this. And, and in some way, it's so important for us to discern the path of poverty for ourselves. So today, just reflect on that. How is God giving you to give? Not only of your surplus, but actually out of poverty, to give until it hurts. Each one of us really is called to give. And so as we celebrate the Eucharist today, just um, at every Mass, the offertory is collected. You know, and, and the whole idea with that is that we're really offering it's a symbolic gesture that we're offering everything that we have to God, that we give it all to him, trusting that ultimately he will provide for us. And the way that God usually works, it's when we're completely broke, when we're completely impoverished, when we're completely poor, that he does meet us. So let us offer anything that we can to our God today and trust that he will provide.